This is Teachers Talk Radio, and you are listening live. This episode of Teachers Talk Radio has been made possible with support from Witherslack Group, the UK's leading provider of SEN education and care. They're here to support you too through an ever-growing offer of free resources, including webinars, podcasts, articles and events aimed at supporting teaching professionals like you. Visit their website at www.withaslackgroup.co.uk to find out more. Imagine a world where you were free to focus on sparking curiosity in your students and giving them access to the awe and wonder of learning. A world where you were supported to deliver a truly personalised education to help all your learners achieve their potential. No need to imagine it, because that's exactly what the Oxford Smart Curriculum Service delivers. Seamlessly integrating curriculum, resources, assessment, next steps and professional development, every component of Oxford Smart is connected and working to provide you with a uniquely coherent and responsive service that empowers you and your students with transformational effect. The Oxford Smart Curriculum Service. When everything connects, anything is possible. SteveWoods.co.uk for educational support in IT and computer science. Coming up, I'm delivering a number of courses. Learn to program in Python is a free one-hour course designed to start you on your way into Python coding. Everything works in a browser, so there's nothing to install beforehand. Join me remotely to learn the basics on Wednesday the 8th of June, 4 o'clock to 5 o'clock. Visit SteveWoods.co.uk to start your journey. Are you a state school teacher in England? Why not be a hero this half-term and join me for two days and receive up to 1,360 pounds in bursary terms and conditions apply find out more at stevewoods.co.uk here at Witherslack Group, we are celebrating the launch of our new Luxborough Court School in Chigwell, Essex, with a very special one-day autism conference titled Enabling Inspirational Education. Taking place on Wednesday the 29th of June from 10am at Luxborough Court School, our event is dedicated to providing practical advice to education professionals working with neurodiverse children and young people. The event is free to attend and presentations on the day will focus on creating cultures of aspiration and excellence, supporting the emotional well-being of pupils, autism-friendly classrooms and managing challenging behaviour. So, whether you're looking to add to your extensive understanding or are new to SEN and wanting to build your knowledge, our conference will offer an amazing opportunity to engage with experts and network with colleagues from across the sector. Don't miss your chance to claim your free ticket and we hope you can join us for what's sure to be a fantastic day. Visit www.withaslackgroup.co.uk forward slash events to register or contact events at witherslackgroup.co.uk for more information. This is Teachers Talk Radio and this is Teachers Talk Radio News with Gail Glenn. In Northern Ireland, funding for the Engage programme, a scheme that employs teachers to help children's learning recover after the pandemic, is still not in place for the next school year. The Education Minister sent a letter to schools after the term ended. 
The National Association of Head Teachers said the timing of the Department of Education's communication had caused great offence. The Engage programme was introduced in September 2020 and schools received between £3,600 and £50,000 depending on their size and how many pupils they had who were eligible for free school meals. Schools were given money to employ teachers or substitute teachers to provide extra help to pupils whose learning had been affected most by the pandemic and restrictions. In her letter to school principals, Education Minister Michelle McElveen said, I have issued a direction to my officials to continue the programme until the end of December 2022, in the first instance. However, this direction remains subject to the approval of the Department of Finance. I fully understand the importance of urgent notification on this issue and can assure you that I will provide clarity on budget allocations as soon as I receive confirmation from the Finance Minister. The NAHT said that the uncertainty over the scheme was very worrying for schools. Caterers have told BBC News that as a result of rising food prices, beef will be removed from some school dinner menus along with other staples such as potatoes. LACA, the School Caterers Association for England and Wales, said that the quality of meals was under threat. Brad Pearce, National Vice Chairman of LACA, said the long-term impact of Covid, the war in Ukraine and rising fuel costs were all having an effect on what his members could put on school plates. He said the costs that are coming forward make it impossible for us to continue unless some difficult choices are made. LACA members provide 80% of the school catering service in England and Wales. Assist FM, the body representing Scottish caterers, says its members are experiencing similar concerns. In response to the concerns, the government said it had expanded access to free school meals and would continue to keep eligibility under review and work across government to address rising costs, building on the over £37 billion announced to help the most vulnerable. This has been your latest Teachers Talk Radio News with Gail Glenn. This is Two Minute Tech with Steve Woods, your tech briefing on Teachers Talk Radio. Hello, this week I'm going to support a question everyone will see at the start of next year. It goes something like this. Hi Eddie Twitter, can you reply with where you are so I can show my class how far a post on the internet can reach? With a bit of free tech, you can make this much more visual. I'm going to use Google Maps because it's free and most likely you'll have used Google Maps at some point in the past. So, when you have all your responses, sign into Google. Go to Maps and click on the menu next to the search box. That's the three lines that look like a burger. From the menu, select My Places. You'll now have four options. Lists, Labelled, Visited 
and maps. Click on maps and at the bottom select create map. Now you can give the map a title so you can find it next year for comparison and add all the places from your Twitter replies. Simply type the name of the place. When it appears with a blue point marker, you can click the plus sign to add it to the map and then select the color to help it stand out. When you're finished, all places will be saved and you can access the map by following the first few steps. Menu, My Places, Maps. There are loads of other great tools to use also. Measure the distance from your school to those places. Hit preview and go into the view only mode. Here you can select a place and you're treated to a short bio and an image of the area. So next time you're looking to bring a lesson to life, why not try using maps to help pupils see where places are in the world? Do you have any top tips for mapping? Why not get in touch at TT Radio 2022? Follow us and tell us what you want to know about tech. I'm Steve Woods and that was Two Minute Tech. Two Minute Tech with Steve Woods, your tech briefing on Teachers Talk Radio. This is Teachers Talk Radio and you are listening live. Hello everybody. Tonight we are going to be talking about again teaching, when to continue and work hard and when to give up. Of course, working hard and being resilient uh, is amazing, but we all know there are things that may happen and problems arise. This is Teachers Talk Radio and you are listening live. Tune in live at ttradio.org or to join in the conversation, download the Podbean app and search Teachers Talk Radio. Follow the hashtag TT Radio. Tune in, talk it out with Teachers Talk Radio. So, I am more than happy to be with you again. Welcome to your own show. This is Teachers Talk Radio. You can follow us on Twitter, TT Radio 2022. And this is Hadi Fatty, your host. Yeah, I'm back. And you can follow me on Twitter, Hadi Fatty 18. So, it's been a long time since the last time I spoke to you lovely people. And again, tonight, such a great time to be talking about teaching again and again and again and again. Good. Tonight, I've got guests. Of course. Of course, I do. And we are going to be talking about teaching. We are going to be talking about language pedagogy. And we are going to be talking about when to give up. Of course, don't get me wrong. Uh, of course, you guys know I am not suggesting that you got to be a quitter and you got to give up. Of course, people who know me well know that, uh, of course not. I am not one of those people who simply give in and give up. But I do know there are times that we have to rethink and we have to reevaluate the things we've been doing. All right. Good. So for the people who do not know me well, I am Hadi Fatih. I'm a teacher. I'm a teacher trainer, maybe a trainer trainer, and an enthusiast who is who has been working as a teacher for a relatively long time, over a decade. And I have had the honor to work with great people. 
I have had fantastic colleagues. And to tell you the truth, it's been a very, very fruitful 10 years. Good. So let's move on. Uh, I know that teaching is fun for people who enjoy helping others. Teaching is rewarding. It is amazing. You communicate with people. Uh, and uh, with people especially who are after learning something new, and you can help them to bring about a best. Isn't it amazing? You just bring about a change, and you help them to do the things they might once, uh, for example, think it was impossible. Anyways, uh, speaking of working hard, and we all know that, uh, you know, we live in societies, and in those societies, uh, people value hard work and uh, hard work has always been valued and uh, people look up to people who work hard because if you're working hard and if you can be inspiring then that's just amazing you have it all and when it comes to teaching then you are one of those energetic ones who uh, i mean who can talk really confidently and energetically uh, your tone is lively the way you speak and the way you move the way you talk the way you interact with people is just just amazing and gosh, I'm a fan of yours. And the problem is that sometimes these teachers, uh, these teachers, like, first off, are rare. Second, these teachers, like, sacrifice a lot. They work day in and day out. They stay up late. They work overtime, sometimes without getting paid. And, uh, and of course, they work really hard. And of course, they got to be, uh, you know, appreciated for the things they've been doing. Yet, sometimes that may not be the case. Okay? Let me tell you uh, a short story about someone that I know really well. And uh, I used to work with that person, with this colleague for, yeah, I mean, we, we, we worked with each other. And, uh, and I knew him, or at least I thought I know him. Um, and he was amazing. I mean, he had a great deal of uh, talent, and uh, he was really down-to-earth and hardworking. And, you know, together we started something like, I don't know, maybe a little school thing, uh, because every single day when we showed up at work, we try to interact with each other and help each other talk about language pedagogy, so on, and uh, and so forth. Uh, and the, the, the thing that I want to mention about him um, was the fact that he worked really hard. You know, I am, I am a workaholic, you know, no doubt. But he was, gosh, he was like... I mean, he was working tirelessly day in and day out. He was a very talented and gifted. He was really resourceful, and he had it all. And then I found out that, uh, you know, he was being a little ignorant and pathetic, something that was very, very, very not typical of him. And then I asked him, hey, you know, you are not the one that I know. Uh, you act differently. You speak weirdly. Uh, what's happened? And then he opened up and said, like, you know, uh, I've been working really hard, but uh, there's no appreciation. Nobody uh, recognizes and acknowledges what I'm doing. And that got me thinking, to be honest, because 
gosh, I mean, he's right. He's been working really hard. And when you work really hard, you get uh, acknowledged, you get uh, admired. That's how it works. And and you know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. You might have the same attitude. You might believe that since you're working hard, you got to be appreciated and people got to be grateful for your existence because you're doing a lot and you you bring a lot to the table. But in that case, nobody admired him and uh, nor did he even honestly paid attention except for me because I was his friend. And of course, when I was complimentary to him and saying like, oh, you know, you're so good. You've been working really hard. He never took that seriously because I was a friend and you need people uh, who, I mean, you're, you need people to admire you and appreciate what you're doing that you may not know each other really well uh, because a friend is all, of course, is really kindly and kind. And of course you might uh, make light of things. Uh, and if there's something, for example, negative about that person, of course, you can simply turn a blind eye. But when it comes to um, strangers, you know, when they pay a compliment, when they tell you that, oh, you've been doing amazing, thank you for the things you've been doing, yeah, that is of great value. And let me tell you what, uh, so of course, you can you can simply guess what happened afterwards. Uh, he was not that much bright. He was not that much cheerful afterwards. And little by little, I found out, oh gosh, you know, uh, he's being so the opposite of whatever uh, he used to say and he used to be. And that person quit teaching and, uh, and got a different job. And right now, we're not still in touch. Apparently, we are. Uh, after different values and different uh, and after different things, so that that that's the thing I do not want to happen. That's the thing that I believe we need to be talking a lot about. We need to be talking about that again and again and again, because uh, if I'm a teacher, I gotta be valued. If I'm a teacher, I gotta be uh, admired. And if I'm not admired, if people do not acknowledge and recognize what I'm doing, what should I do? Should I insist? Should I work really hard? Should I work harder? Uh, or I got to go and change my job. I got to go and change my school. These are things that, to be honest, uh, make me think that what we got to do and when we should give up. Maybe sometimes you're just fighting a losing battle. And if you're fighting a losing battle, I just, I'm going to ask you just stop uh, and do something different. Uh, if working and heading in one direction uh, is not paying off, why not change the direction, change your school, uh, do something new, uh, and things are things like that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, all right, people are joining us, and that's amazing. Thank you very much for joining us, people. Uh, you being over here and listening feels awesome. Thank you very much. And if there is a thing that you want to mention and uh, you've got a thought that you believe is worth uh, I mean, mentioning and sharing, don't hesitate to do so. Please, send. you can send us messages. Uh, I can read your messages. Thank you very much. People are sending messages, and you can also, uh, you know, tune in, and we can, um, you know, talk with each other. And, uh, no, of course, after my, you know, guest joining me, of course, it's going to be uh, better. So, Let's go. Uh, first off, I believe it is a good idea to talk about the guest. And my guest is uh, a great friend, uh, a great, uh, you know, uh, colleague, a person that is so enthusiastic and, about teaching and language pedagogy. Uh, 
and I have the honor to have him on this show tonight. How amazing. Arash Nemadifar is a teacher, a teacher trainer, a trainer trainer, a materials writer, and a language enthusiast. And he is also uh, the director of studies in Iran Europe Language Academy. So it is really fun to have him on the show because I believe he has a lot to talk about. Uh, I believe, you know, in one ep- in one show, yeah, in one episode long ago, uh, I talked to him for like five minutes. But right now we have the privilege to have him talk for us for a long, long, long time. So, Arash, I hope you can hear me. And if you can hear me, we can start the talk. Are you there? Hi, dear Hadi. I hope you're fine because you know just my voice shows I'm not fine you know just I have been sick yeah yeah I'm sorry if the voice is not really clear the voice to be honest is amazing it is smoky and silky and husky it has it all we're so happy to have you (laughs) yeah we are so happy to have you on board so let's go for the cheering thank you very much Yeah, you can see that there are a lot of people <laughs> listening to us right now. So that's amazing. Uh, so, so honestly, everybody. as a teacher, uh, well, yeah, great, yeah. So, Arash, uh, let's get it started. As a teacher, I believe we all need to be uh, talking to one another. Not necessarily a shoulder. We, we may not need, and I mean, a shoulder to cry on. But of course, we need people talking yeah. about teaching. First off, I want you, Arash, to tell us a little about yourself. I want our listeners to know you afterwards. Uh, we may have a lot to talk about. You know, in your introduction, you just mentioned English enthusiasts. So I really like that word because it says a lot of things. When you are an English enthusiast, then uh, you love English, you love language, and you love imparting your knowledge about that language to other people. So that can be really interesting. Being a teacher trainer, teacher trainer, trainer, and so on and so forth gives you a privilege spending time with other people, nice people. You know, just teachers are really nice people. I'm not just saying that because I'm a teacher. You know, I'm just saying that because teachers are caring and, you know, they are really kind and they try really hard to help other people achieve their goals. That's amazing. That's amazing. And you can't believe, you know, once he said that, a lot of people uh, sent uh, great messages, um and like the show there are a lot of people over here i can see uh i can see a lot of people thank you thank you for your kind messages uh that means a lot so where does this let's just cut to the chase and let me ask you the question that i believe many may have in mind so where does this love or this enthusiasm come from is this something you uh, are born with? Is it something that people uh, get to know, learn, acquire? Why don't you tell me about the love and where it comes from? You know, just finding the love of English, you know, and language learning in general is not something that, uh, you know, just you find it with a diving road. You know, uh, what diving road is for those who don't know. Uh, you know, just diving road. Uh, is just the kind of tool that people use in order to uh, find underground water and minerals. Uh, and this is, uh, you know, just it has a Y shape. 
Uh, so, you know, just when you want to find your love of English, you cannot just search for it, uh, you know, just nowhere else uh, in your heart. You know, when you want to understand why you love English, you have to understand that this is going to be a little bit difficult and so on and so forth. So I guess, you know, just when I study English, when I learn new words, when I uh, learn new pieces of grammar, uh, when I just communicate with people in English, that can be just everything very interesting and, um, you know, just really enjoyable. I cannot express how this love, yeah. you know, just where exactly this love comes from, yeah. but, you know, just it is really interesting. I guess you have experienced the same thing, you know, just when you learn a new word and you enjoy yeah. just sharing that with other people. I'm not just talking about your student. I'm talking about, um, you know, just other teachers and so on and so forth. When you're yeah. using those words, they are really interesting for you. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Maybe, yeah, it is maybe one of those feelings that you can not simply name and address uh, like gut feelings that you know what, why you love somebody or you know why uh, something appears to be interesting, but you, you never have, I don't know, the words to put your feelings in. Amazing. Yeah. So, Arash, uh, you know, I want you to be telling us about your experience because you happen to be a very experienced uh, instructor. So would you, would you please tell me, you know, how long, first off, it's been uh, that you've been teaching? And please tell me, uh, you know, how it all started and now uh, what you're doing and uh, how things are. You know, just it was, uh, I guess, 14 years ago when I started teaching officially. But uh, of course, it had started before that because, you know, just when I was, uh, you know, just a student at secondary school, you know, my teacher, you know, just I wasn't, uh, you know, a really good school. Students were really naughty. So my teacher uh, was the person watching and monitoring the students, and I was. Uh, the person who was teaching English. So actually, I started teaching when I was 12. And I started teaching uh, a group of, you know, just uh, 13, 14 years old. And after that, you know, just That's amazing. When, I saw the, yeah, when I saw that it is really interesting to just share your knowledge with other people. And, you know, just even uh, my classmates were giving me compliments. And, you know, just as I was uh, born mm. in tear. So I fish for compliment and I was really enjoying that. So I realized by being a teacher, I can be in the limelight. So I started teaching English. And after that, you know, just I, uh, you know, just officially started teaching uh, at an institute in the west of, in the east of Tehran, sorry. And, uh, you know, just it all started, you know, just when I was 16. So Fantastic. after that, you know, just I taught different levels. I, uh, ran some TDC courses and, uh, you know, just IELTS courses and so on. And after that, I became a teacher trainer. But, uh, you know, just my uh, entrance to Eden Europe English Academy was really interesting. It was uh, something around mm -hmm. 11, 12 years ago uh, when I first came to Eden Europe English Academy. At that time, uh, I was FC instructor, CA instructor and TTT trainer. I was a teacher trainer. So I just walked into Iran Europe English Academy. I wanted to just fill in the application for, but, uh, you know, just the very moment I was, uh, you know, just filling the application for, I saw three of teachers speaking with each other 
uh, and they were just very fluent. They were, you know, just great. And, you know, just for the moment, uh, I had a tentative smile uh, on my face. And I said, seriously, am I allowed to work here? So at that time, I was really young. It was 12 years ago. So, uh, yeah. And, you know, immediately, I just, yeah. I do understand what you're talking about. Like when you start, I mean, I know a lot of great teachers uh, in and out of Iran, and uh, and they have great stories, to be honest, uh, like the story that you just brought up. And that's amazing. Very good. Starting teaching at a very young age, that's amazing. Yeah. Uh, so, of course, you're gifted and smart enough to do uh, so. But I know for a fact, uh, you know, despite despite the fact that it might seem really easy, uh, you, it wasn't just about fun things. Of course, you uh, went through uh, a ton of difficulties and problems, and you uh, had to overcome uh, a lot of obstacles, right? Yeah, of course, you know, just, uh, you know, these days, of course, because of coronavirus pandemic, this is something that I'm going to discuss later. But, you know, just when you start teaching, uh, whatever the career is, you know, just I'm not talking about teaching only. I'm talking about, you know, just all the careers. At the beginning, you might get off to rocky start, you know, but you have to wait for your efforts to uh, bear fruit. You know, you have to wait. And even you have to uh, wait for those seeds of hope. And after that, step by step, you can see the situation is, uh, ameliorate. Uh, you know, just it is improving, and you can see the amelioration, yeah. and everything can yeah. be, you know, just all right. But uh, you know, just great. if you lose your hope, it is going to have, uh, yeah. you know, just adverse effects and ramification. Definitely, absolutely. You know, I mean, teaching, you know, at the first glance seems so fun. You're going to be interacting with people, with young, uh, I mean, uh, adults, with teenagers, with adults, and that gotta be fun. Uh, you gotta interact with them and then learn and then give and take. Uh, and yeah, what on can be better? Super, on the most superficial level. Yeah, but beyond oh, yeah. that, it is of course. a whole new world. Yeah, it is not. It has never been a bed of roses. Yeah, cool. So uh, yeah, when you start teaching, everything seems and sounds fun. But when you get into the murky waters of uh, teaching and interacting with other people, and maybe a little bit of toxicity, you find that gosh, oh, oopsie, things are not going to be that easy. So we are going and heading to really interesting stuff. Arash, I want you to be with us, please. And uh, and again, a big thank you uh, for joining us and accepting to join the show. Uh, having said that, I know uh, that you know right now you feel uh, terribly bad uh, because of your illness, but that means a lot to me. About that, about teaching, and about difficulties that we got we go through maybe on a day to day basis. So the question, the, ne- the next question that I believe is worth talking and thinking about is the fact that so teaching is going to be demanding of course i will have uh, i will have good days bad days terrible days and days somewhere in the middle so what is your i don't know uh what is your ideology philosophy uh because 
of course, when you're a teacher or when you're a teacher trainer, when you're a, you know, a director of studies, uh, whatever career, as you said, whatever career or job you have, you know, it is 100% guaranteed that you will be disappointed at one point. So what is your philosophy? Like when it comes to difficulties, when it comes to uh, toxicity, what, how do you handle that? You know, just, um, you know, it was three or four years ago that I was really stressed out and I was kind of lost and I wasn't really sure uh, what I'm doing is right. You know, just uh, I was suffering from fatigue and everything, you know, was really difficult. So one of my friends introduced this book to me, you know, just it was about living and this kind of things. I cannot remember the exact name of the book, but I do remember the name of the author. It was Dale Karangi. And, uh, you know, this writer focuses on the fact that every time that you face a problem, uh, a series of problems, let's say, you have to just solve each and every one of those problems one by one. You cannot just deal with them uh, at the same time. Simultaneously, you cannot just solve all those problems and deal with all those uh, stuff that you have to deal with. So naturally every day you know just there are things that i have to handle but i do not look at them uh you know just uh let's say uh like a package you know that i have to handle all of them i just look at each and every one of the classes each and every one of the tasks that i have to fulfill and one by one i just do them and i go to the next one you know just let me give you an example of today uh you know just i was sick and you know just I didn't have that much of energy, but I had a lot of stuff to handle. So I started from morning. I handled every 30 minutes of that. You know, just 30 minutes, the first 30 minutes checked, then the next one, then the next one, then the next one. And even at night, when it was just going back home, I was, uh, you know, just, I, I had a little bit of energy still. You see, you know, just, I was sick. I had a lot of things to do. But when you look at the things that you have to handle one by one, then this is going to be much easier and less stressful because, you know, just this mm. is not something that we can take every day. You know, just imagine every day you go there, you have, uh, you know, just a lot of stuff and, you know, just uh, the institute. Uh, yeah. that, uh, I have the honor to work for. Uh, you know, just has got something around 30,000 students and 700 teachers. So every day I'm dealing with 700 teachers and, you know, just all this stuff related to that. So yeah. it is going to be definitely stressful and very difficult. So if I just do not manage this stress, if I do not look at it like that, as I mentioned earlier, this is going to be an arduous task that nobody can handle. Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. Of course, yeah. great. I believe that's a great strategy. You know, I do. I do not need to be invincible, uh, and I don't know. I do not need to uh, just put in. I don't know, ungodly hours, very many hours, and stay up and work uh, in ungodly hours. I need to be, uh, you know, smart enough or maybe intelligent enough to break it into small pieces and then handle the first. Uh, the first one and then the second and the third and then uh, you know you go on after uh, one another so the point of that right now i believe is quite uh important is the fact so hold on a second okay i know i know if there's a lot of work i learn and i do my best to break it into small pieces no problem amazing but uh but how can i how can i make sure uh 
what I'm doing right now is really worth it. Uh, because as you said, working with 700 teachers, having 330,000 students, that is, these are just some numbers, but boy, uh, you know, is it too many? So the point that I want, and of course, you have like a lot of work to take care of and a lot of pressure on a day-to-day basis. But let me ask you one more question. So is it really worth it? Like, uh, is it the money that you get? Is it the respect that you uh, get from the people? Is it, uh, I don't know, maybe a responsibility that you feel on your shoulders? Why? Why go through uh, why go through all of this? You know, Hadi, uh, you know, just a lucrative job, uh, which, uh, you know, just helps you uh, become uh, respected and well-received and so on and so forth is always interesting for people. But, you know, just what I'm doing, I'm not doing it because, you know, just uh, there are a lot of educated people who respect me and I'm well received. There are a lot of nice students who, uh, you know, just attend the classes and they give me a lot of energy and so on and so forth. Uh, It is not the money. uh, It is not the people. It is not being respected. So then what that is, you know, just there is no reason but love. You know, just when you enjoy that, you know, when you enjoy what you're doing, you know, just everything is going to be, uh, you know, just uh, interesting and nice. You know, uh, everybody likes to be respected. Everybody likes the money. Uh, I cannot just deny that, you know, just I enjoy that. But I cannot just say if one day, you know, just teachers do not respect me, my colleagues not respect me, you know, just then what happens? You know, just I cannot, you know, say I can quit teaching or I can quit what I'm doing. So. Mm -hmm. Great. Uh, But Arash, you know, um, for people who may not know really well, uh, and they might be like teachers who have started teaching very recently, that might at one point sound easier said than done. Because if you want to simply say, oh, that's love. I'm I'm just I'm just in love with what I'm doing, and uh, and that thing doing what I'm doing helps me feel better, or this is just the power of love, and so on and so forth. Uh, that might seem a little vague and quite equivocal. So if you were to explain exactly what this love is and where it comes from, how would you describe that? You know, just I have to refer to something Winston Churchill said. If I'm you know, just not mistaken. Uh, you know, he said, uh, never give up on something that you can't go a day without thinking about. So, uh, you know, just if, if uh, you know, just the job. Uh, well, hold on one really more time. I believe, I believe that thing is, uh, that was great. So one more time uh, for the, you know, the saying of Churchill, would you say that please one more time? Yeah. Never give up on something that you can't go a day without thinking about. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, that is great. It means, you know, just uh, if you think you can stop thinking about your job, what you're doing, okay, and you will forget it. Okay. You say, today I'm going to stop doing what I'm doing and 
you know, just as of tomorrow, I'm going to start doing something new and I'm not going to just uh, remember mm-hmm. anything, you know, just uh, reminisce all those, uh, you know, lingering memories of the past and this kind of things. I would never need to, uh, you know, just uh, walk on the memory lane and uh, so on and yeah. so forth, then do it. Yeah. But if you think mm-hmm. you cannot give up uh, what you're doing, give up thinking about what you're doing then you cannot give it up you know you cannot yeah. you, you should never do that yeah. so and you know i i guess this is really important okay you know just to me i cannot stop thinking about teaching english yeah or you know just i, I can never do that so uh, love of course, love mm. is vague. You can never say, you know, just it comes from my heart. It comes from my brain. Yeah. It comes from my, you know, you, you cannot just uh, identify the source. But, you know, just if you say that, you know, just this is, uh, you know, what I cannot stop thinking about, then this is going to be something that you can define. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. I believe, yeah, this is something, uh, I mean, that I can't do without. I do not know exactly why that is. And I don't know maybe what this is and why this is the way it is. Uh, but this is something I'm going to be doing for the rest of my life. Perfect. I believe uh, it was Simon Sinek when he, he was talking about leadership. He said, nobody, uh, everybody uh, can be a leader, but it doesn't mean that everybody should be a teacher. So it should be a leader. So if you change it to something that I like and I use and I say a lot, I would go, everybody can be a teacher. But it doesn't mean that everybody should be a teacher because yeah. it requires love or what you just said, something that I can't do without. I'm sorry. That's what I'm doing. I'm sorry. You may <laughs> find what my love so uh, mundane and dumb, but this is how I identify myself. This is how I uh, find my life worthy. Great. Great. So perfect. Uh, very good. Very nice. Let's take one more step and let's dig a little deeper so how can i find i I, I, let's say i love what i'm doing okay i'm a teacher i'm so enthusiastic about what i'm doing i've started teaching uh for example recently and i'm having uh and i i'm just working really hard and so on and so forth and i love you know exactly i love what i'm doing so and the school i'm working in or the environment that i am in to me is not that conducive. My colleagues are not that supportive. So what do you say in that regard? Because people say, don't give up, never give up, work hard. You got to be resilient. You got to be tough. So as a teacher, as a rookie, as a new teacher, what do you think I got to do then? Should I insist and work harder uh, and just say that I'm going to make it work out no matter what? At any rate, I'm going to be the best of the best of the best. Or I should say, okay, hold on a second. Uh, I got to change my school or maybe I got to change my career. Maybe I love what I'm doing, but this love is not reciprocal. What if then? You should never do that. You know, just uh, when you start working in a new place, you come into contact with some new uh, people that they start they might start debasing you, deriding you, and so on and so forth. Yeah, but winners never quit. The quitters never win. You know, so if you just quit, 
you're mm-hmm. going to just lose the battle and you're going to lose the job that you have always dreamt of. So naturally, you have to just uh, handle the situation and you have to, uh, you know, cope with it. But how to cope with it and how to understand you know, what you're doing is right. You know, I have to give you an example. You know, just uh, when I was, uh, you know, just starting this career, you know, just uh, I was embarking on teaching. Uh, so at the beginning, you know, just I use the word onset, you know, because uh, at the beginning, uh, you know, just it was an unpleasant experience, you know, just as a, as we were just discussing and your question was, you know, uh it wasn't really interesting because I could see some of the teachers are more successful than I am. Even, you know, just they were asking for other teachers and I could, you know, just uh, see that, you know, what other students say about the other teachers. They yeah, were giving them I know what you're talking about. Yeah, planted seeds of uh, jealousy. You know, just I was <laughs> envious because I wasn't as successful as those teachers. And, you know, just they were just telling me that, oh, you can do that. You can do this. Oh, you know, there are some words that you don't know. So they were actually, you know, kind of bullying me. This is kind of funny because, uh, you know, just this is not something that happened, uh, you know, just that happens in schools and uh, universities and this kind of things. You can't be bullied even at work, you know, because there are people uh, who might think they are better than you and they might, you know, just... Uh, they can say if you can be a singer, you can be um, mm-hmm. I don't know a plumber, you can be whatever. Yeah, you yeah want. absolutely. You we all know about teacher. that toxicity. Yeah. Okay. And there is that moment that instead of just deciding to stop teaching, you know, that is the moment that you have to uh, push yourself harder. You have to just uh, strive. And I guess, you know, if those days, you know, just let me put it like this, uh, but for my strife, I wouldn't have been able to just carve a niche in teaching. And, uh, you know, just I tried really hard to prove them otherwise. You know, when you just uh, work really hard to prove other people that I am uh, good enough, uh, this is, you know, just some people believe this is wrong because naturally you are spending a lot of energy to prove people that I am good. Yeah, you are good that you're teaching, you're working in an institute. And of course, in that institute, there are some filters that, you know, you have to take it, uh, you know, job interview, demo session and so on and so forth. Yeah. So if you're working there, then it's, you're good at English, you're good at teaching, uh, whatever. Yeah. But uh, you know, just if you try really hard to prove them that I am good, this is something mm-hmm. that, you know, you you are trying really hard. And that is something that you always say, you know, just fake it till you make it. Sometimes you fake that, you know, just I am strong. I am self-possessed. I am, uh, you know, just uh, in control of my uh, English, my, uh, I don't know, just teaching techniques and so on and so forth. Uh you fake it and you try to show, you try to pretend as if you're confident enough in front of them. And step by step, you become that person. You know what I mean? Uh, this is something that helps you improve. So I guess, you know, just Absolutely, if you yeah. start working somewhere that people 
try to tease you or bully you, this is going to help you improve and you shouldn't quit. This is my mm-hmm. opinion. Some people Yeah, would you got to use it to your busy. advantage. Yeah, of course. This yeah. is going to be a kind of, uh, you know, we call it negative reinforcements. Okay, so this is going to, uh, you know, help you move forward and improve in your job. You know, just if they say, I am better at teaching, then start teach, uh, you know, just start reading some teaching books, Great. some uh, website, this, this, you know, just we are digital nomads, you know, we can work everywhere. We have the access to internet everywhere. So we can easily use our cell phone to read some articles, read some books. And there are a lot of different, um, you know, just uh, websites available that can help us. So I guess we shouldn't give up. In Absolutely. That case. Absolutely. Amazing. Amazing. Very good. Yeah, of course. I believe uh, we, had a, we got to have the power uh, to use things in our advantage. Something is happening, something in, something is uh, working, and something is, uh, of course, uh, helpful, something is detrimental. But I believe we have to have the power to use the things that happen to be deleterious uh you know to our advantage i do understand what you're saying perfect but you know something that Arash might be a little intimidating is the fact that uh what if what if i worked really hard and do what you're telling me okay people aren't that uh complimentary uh behind my back or the things are not working out i can't see uh you know and not, I can say nothing at the end of the tunnel. There's no light. Okay. And me working really hard to prove myself or working really hard to advance my cause and better my uh, career or job. What if that is causing and that, what if that is uh, just uh, is at the price of my health and my family and my, uh, you know, uh, mental health? What about then? I mean, is there a point, I don't know, a red line that got up that I gotta just pay attention to, or something like this, like a north star that I gotta know. Okay, it is enough. Enough is enough. Okay, more than that is just fighting a losing battle. More than that is just uh, all paranoia, stress, anxiety for myself and more for, and for my family. Maybe I'm not a good fit. Maybe I'm a misfit there. So what about then? Uh, are you saying I gotta do the same thing? You know, just this is a deciding factor when you're just thinking about your family, your career. You have to just, uh, you, you'll think you have to pick one. But there is a point, you know, without your career, you know, uh, spending time with your family is going to be really difficult. You know, there has been days that I had to stay at home. You know, just I mentioned, uh, you know, throughout coronavirus pandemic, there were times that i was uh sick and i was infected by coronavirus so i had to just stay at home i didn't you know just really want to stay at home i wanted to uh, be at work active and so on and so forth uh however you know just as i was sick i had to stay at home so uh when you want to spend time with your family an hour two hours three hours is going to be fine and this is healthy but spending more time with your family, this is going to be something that is enjoyable. But at the same time, you have to give them the uh, area, you know, just if you're talking about your child, if you're talking about your wife, you know, they need time. OK. And, you know, so you have to find the balance. You know, you have to work. 
you have to spend time with your family. If you think your job is really stressful, you have to manage the stress. You have to find the source. For example, if you see that, you know, just the levels that you're teaching are repetitive and you are worried that in the future, I'm not going to make any progress. So naturally you're going to uh, you know, make that happen. You're going to uh, start teaching a new book. You're going to add a new field, you know, because English is really vast. You're going, if you have been teaching general English, then you're going to add up uh, one more branch. For example, you can focus on ESP, or if you have been working in both, then you're going to start teaching IELTS. Yeah. You know, there are a lot of different branches that you can work Absolutely. on. And you can just add up more interest to your job and control the stress. If you're thinking yeah. about, you know, just health, uh, you know, then there are going to be, you know, ways uh, to solve that. But, you know, just still... Yeah, do I something new. Just yeah. everything, you know, th this is something happened that, uh, you know, these things happen in all jobs. Okay, I have never seen a person who has been completely happy with his job. When you're talking Absolutely, to doctors, yeah. then they tell you that, yeah, they tell you that, you know, my job is really stressful. I have to, you know, just prescribe yeah. medicine for the patients. If I make Absolutely. Mistake, this is going to be life threatening. If you're talking to yeah. an IELTS instructor, then he says, you know, just this is a matter of life and death for that person. Because if <sighs> yeah. uh, something bad happens to his Nothing test, is easy. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You Nothing think, is I easy. Yeah. never never Everything seen has. a person yeah you know just being happy with his job you know doctors, me neither to tell teachers, you the truth me neither yeah. yeah okay amazing so if you if this is the job that you have chosen then this is going to be something that you have to uh you know do it in a healthy way you know this is your job you have chosen that so you see there are some points about your job that you do not like it and I guess, you know, just in all companies, there is this shop store that can help you, you know, just talk to the manager, talk to the, uh, you know, just meet manager, top manager, whatever your position is. So you're going to have a manager, supervisor. So yeah, uh, you can talk there's to somebody to help you and solve. Yeah, of course, there has to impossible. be somebody. To help you. you know, just if you're working, there are definitely problems and you need to Absolutely. handle those problems. Yeah. Great. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, Arash, it was amazing. Thank you very much for joining us. And thank, thank you very you for much inviting for inviting me, dear Hardy. Great. You know. Thank you. Thank you for your great pieces of advice and, uh, you know, the things you spoke about, your experience. It was amazing. It was really heartfelt and genuine, to be honest. And I really enjoyed listening to you, my friend. Thank you very much. You need thank some you. rest. Uh, it was amazing. Yeah. Thank you and goodbye. Thank you very much. Goodbye. Thank you very much for inviting Goodbye. me again. Thank you. Thank you for joining Goodbye. us. Goodbye. 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 So, so it was uh, Arash No, and he did a great job. And what he taught, I mean, talked about, and what he, uh, in fact, uh, what he had experienced, and he just talked about was amazing. And I believe, yes, I mean, you're a human being. Okay, you're a human being, and uh, what your job is your career. So, uh, if you need to do something, do something about it. That's what I'm talking about. Do something about it. So you're you're not a tree, and the rules are not set in stone. Do something new, uh, and you are responsible for your life. That's you, you know. And that's a really cool point that we all have to pay attention to. Uh, Seth Godin once said. There is no rescue boat. Nobody's coming to help. 
I love it. There is no rescue boat. Nobody's coming to help. So if you think there is something you got to do, do it for the sake of God. So if you need a change, you need, I don't know, maybe right now it is uh, a decision that you got to make uh, about your career. But what I'm saying and what Arash pointed out was the fact that first off, make sure that you are doing what you are capable of doing. So thinking that, oh, my job is so difficult. Oh, I got to deal with a lot of people. Yeah, thank you. Welcome to the club. That's how it works. Okay, careers are like that. Uh, it doesn't mean that people got to go and just uh, just give you a, a round of applause every single day. There are people who may not value what you're doing, but it does not necessarily mean that what you're doing uh, you know, is worthless or is isn't of value all right so anyways let's move on and let's see what we got to do so let's go for others now a lot of people have joined us and uh and that's great and really happy to uh, have people uh you know talk on the show so if you are thinking that you can uh you know add something or say something uh yeah why not i mean tune in uh and ask to join us uh, i would be so happy to have you right now on the show live and we can uh, talk about uh, you know uh, something that we've been talking about uh, when to give up when not to give up as as a teacher what i gotta do what i need to be doing and uh, what things and items i gotta take into consideration because as i said it is a career everybody so when something is a career, it simply means that it's not going to be a laughing matter. There are going to be tough days. There are going to be good days. There are going to be days somewhere in the middle. But it doesn't mean that you have to doubt yourself and your skills. The only thing that you got to be doing is to work hard every single day. And if you think a change is necessary, go for that change, right? And if you're, if teaching is your passion uh, and if you find teaching something that you can't do without why why quit it so don't do it please don't do it to yourself don't do it to others and uh please uh work it and make it work it and go for that and uh and please you know make sure that you can uh yeah please make sure that you can talk to somebody because as people as you know I don't know, teachers we need to be talking to one another. If you find a lot of toxicity in one school, why not go and talk to others? And why not ask for help? There might be, and in fact, there need to be, yeah, there needs to be a person who can uh, help you out and offer the help and the nurture that you are in need of. Um, yeah, first off, do not do not doubt your skills. Maybe that's the point. And afterwards, ask for help. All right, let's see what we got to do, everybody. And uh, and uh, people have sent uh, a lot of messages and uh, a ton of questions. Uh, we've got a question. Oh, a lot of nice messages and uh, you know, a lot of thank yous. Thank you very much. So uh, somebody asked a question, and uh, the question is about uh, teaching uh, and teaching in toxic uh, schools, like uh, when you're working with people who... Do not value and appreciate what you're doing. The same thing that Arash mentioned. Okay, my answer is going to be the same, 100%, identical. Uh, use that, uh, you know, adversity 
to your advantage. If you can take advantage of that, if that negativity helps you work harder and uh, you know, be more focused, yes, do, do it, work really hard and try to take advantage of that negativity and uh, try to be better every single day. But if you believe it is too much and it is uh, causing a lot of problems, so you may you may rethink. Uh, I mean, uh, your stay in that uh, school. Uh, you might be working somewhere else. Uh, you might start doing something new. But just bear in mind and keep in mind that this is the last resort. Okay, uh, because sometimes people are dealing with wishful thinking. Like they go, okay, I'm going to be working and everybody is going to be so kind and people are going to be talking so highly of me. Uh, hold on, that may not be the case. And largely, that is not the case. Uh, people may not value what you're doing, but you know what you're doing. You are fully aware of your strengths and weaknesses. And that is your number one responsibility to take care of yourself, your mental health, your well-being, your physical health. And uh, at the same time, I believe you can work on your career. And the byproduct is, of course, uh, you making the impossible happen and you're getting better every single day. And I believe that's cool. So you got to be really, really proud of yourself. So, everybody, maybe that's how we got to end the show. I had a great deal of fun, to be honest, talking to you. Uh, and it was amazing that, you know, uh, you know I'm, I'm back. I really missed you guys. And I really missed talking about uh, teaching, uh, you know, and, and being a teacher in schools and language pedagogy. Uh, of course, uh, in our next episode, we are going to be back and we are going to be talking about a ton of different things, uh, you know, and that's it. Yeah, that was that. You just, you were listening to uh, Teachers Talk Radio and uh, I am Hadi Fatih. You can follow us on Twitter. You can follow Teachers Talk Radio with TT. Uh, TT Radio 2022, and you can follow me on Twitter, HadiFati18. Thank you, everybody, for listening and staying up late. Some of you guys are from different parts of the world. Uh, a lot of people, uh, you know, in Iran, in the UK, uh, in very many different countries, and we are so delighted to have you. So I gotta say goodbye. Wish you nothing but the best. Keep moving keep laughing, and keep teaching, and please never give up. If you have to give up, talk to a friend. Uh, yeah, it's a little too soon, right? Hope to see you guys and to talk to you guys again. Till then, goodbye. You've been listening to Teachers Talk Radio. Tune in live and listen back at ttradio.org. We look forward to hearing from you next time on Teachers Talk Radio.